I will walk deeper into the belly of the beast if it means I'm able to further limit reckless government spending. Man, you let politics ruin, or rather control your whole life, man, you're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy, and they hate their neighbors. Sad. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the underground for episode 97 my name is david lacy and i am joined once again by joseph wild west camp style nations and this is the show where every week we remind you politics ruins everything let's jump into the abortion debate i'm just kidding we're not doing that tonight <laughs> if ever again i'm so that was perfect i'm so tired of hearing about it it's 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 incredible how it's it's just taken over the internet yeah um but joseph how how are you doing man i'm just trying to figure out who this wade guy is and uh <laughs> how he died <laughs> r.i.p wade uh, every time but, every time i see star wars content now on someone's social media <laughs> i just i put like hey man wade right r.i.p <laughs> Oh, man, dude, I'm not doing too bad. I just want to let the good people know that no matter what you feel about the Roe versus Wade decision, you could still support our podcast. Just go to our show note link. Just go to the show notes. Click the direct.me link, and there you'll find access to all of our social medias. You'll see our PayPal donation link, our Bitcoin wallet link, uh, or actually uh, address that you can copy. But if you want to support our show, we utilize a value for value system here, which means, I mean, if you've been sticking around this long or if this is your first time tuning in, whatever, whatever value you're getting from us, from listening to our podcast, whatever perceived value you think you're getting, you can donate back in the, to us in the form of your time, talent, and treasure. Uh, you can just do click that pay, PayPal donation link and do a $1 a monthly reoccurring payment is all we're asking for. If you want to do more, that's fine. Um, but uh, once we start getting those donations coming in, that means me and Dave would be able to start setting aside more time for the podcast and editing yeah. and YouTube, everything that goes involved. Because we would definitely love to keep, you know, one of our main goals is to keep sponsors from the podcast, you know, keep ads off of YouTube and everything that we can do. Uh, TikTok, you know, keep ads and sponsors off of there uh, so that, you know, you just get our content directly but for that it, you know we're going to have to get the money in return for that uh, so that uh, you know we can just afford to live and everything because uh, right now we just do this on the side we both work full time mm -hmm. and and everything so yeah one dollar a month I mean you know I think pretty much everyone can pull a dollar but if you can't it, it's legitimately there are some people who can't that's okay there's other ways you can support a podcast you can subscribe to us on YouTube like our videos, comment and engage, follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, share our podcast and YouTube page everywhere. And yeah, that's a great way that you can support us if you can't monetarily support us. Uh, there's also, you can uh, send us any articles or videos you find interesting, any talent that you have and the time you're willing to commit to that. If you want to do any editing for us, if there's any critique you have for us where, hey, you know what, this is how y'all could get better editing, whatever it may be, whatever value you can give to us in return for the value we're giving you, we'll take it. Awesome, dude. Well, yeah, man. Um, thank you all so, for uh, downloading the show, too. Um, 
we have quite the presence in uh, in the U.S. Our uh, our last episode had nearly 40 downloads, um, which isn't always an indication of how many people are actually listening to the show. It's just good night. Yeah, the only indication that we have, and like for us, 40 downloads of the the podcast is kind of great. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, Minnesota was number one for uh, for downloads for that last episode. Hey. Yeah, we got Minnesota, California, John Illinois, Piper. Yeah, Illinois, North Carolina, <laughs> Colorado, Wisconsin, Georgia, Iowa. So North Dakota got knocked off. Um, was this the like, hierarchy? Uh, yeah, the the for the first page. Oh, uh, you're like halfway down on the second page. Um, Come on, Texas, Florida. Got two in New York. Um, so yeah, uh, just really cool. I I don't know if that had something to do with the fact that the title has Warriors in it, and people are like, "Is does this have anything to do with basketball?" Like that was the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was thinking Warriors, and people thinking, uh, uh, "Are we gonna go fight for the Roe versus Wade decision somewhere?" <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. Um, sorry if you were looking for something you know related to sports. Uh, but yeah, uh, just, yeah, just really cool. That's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Just really cool that, um, I, you know, I popped in today, uh, you know, for me getting 20 downloads, getting to that point, I was like, sweet. When we get there, like, that's such a great target for us. Um, you know, that means that we've probably got more people listening and they're just not downloading the episodes. So, uh, yeah, again, thank you guys so much. And like Joseph was saying, don't forget that if you ever, want to email us or you have questions or want us to elaborate on something we're more than willing to but we kind of need to know that that's something you want us to so the email's yep. open um and we'll, yep. we'll talk about it on the next show so yep. yeah communicate with us any way that you can yeah. uh and we'll engage with you we do it on tiktok we like to have fun on social media so yeah. uh most of the time we're not taking it too seriously uh, and by most of the time i mean like 90 99 percent of the time yeah, yeah. Uh, we do try and be serious with and respond to people who are kind and stuff like that. But if there's a troll on there, we'll just have fun and joke around back. Yeah. Uh, nothing in seriousness. But also, we have seven people in the past 28 days from Mexico who's listened to our podcast. One from Brazil, one from France, and one from Norway. Yep. Where did my uh, Indian people from India go? I know they kind of disappeared. I, I don't know if we just like stopped talking about something they were interested in or... Who knows? Good night. We got 86 people from Minnesota who's been listening to our podcast the last month. 57 from California, 35 from North Dakota. Well, some of those might be the same downloads. That's true. So, yeah, we but it's cool. We're we're actually starting to get a little bit of reach. Yep. And that's great. So thank you guys for for the cancellations. Yeah. (laughs) They're going to find that episode I titled War is Gay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean that's the thing is, as you said it before, it's like we we take stuff seriously, but we also like to screw around, and that's why we do the things we do because we know that someone's gonna, you know, it, it, someone's gonna get upset about anything. So I might as well have some yep. fun with it. Um, Legitimately, will and, and it's, no matter what you say. Yeah, it's always the most innocuous stuff though. It's like I can title something "War is Gay," no no response from anyone. But then we we post certain things on TikTok and everyone's losing their mind. Yeah. yeah, it's like I was telling my wife. You can say I love Skittles, and you're gonna have someone say uh, on the right, "Why do you hate M and M's?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, or they'll say, uh, "You just support, you support the LGBTQ just because you said I love Skittles, right?" Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you say I don't Dude, like M and M's, someone on the left will say. Uh, 
I don't know, something stupid, insert whatever. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything on the spot. But. Well, let's go ahead and jump into our uh, our clips and topics for today because we actually have quite a bit. Uh, yes, we do. Um, so, Joseph, is there anything you w- want to say before I play <laughs> this first one? Well, we didn't get a chance to celebrate Juneteenth, <laughs> and uh, I'm not laughing at Juneteenth. I don't have any issue with Juneteenth. I think the whole controversy around that on either side is, you know, uh, pretty dumb. If you ask me, I think it's dumb. Uh, I don't see anything wrong with Juneteenth personally, uh, but I think Greg Kelly, the, the the sage, the wise, the man, myth, and legend himself, Greg Kelly from Newsmax, I think he takes the words out of all of our mouths. <laughs> the last thing this country needs is another opportunity to get wasted. And that's what people are doing, all right? What? We drink on the Super Bowl, we drink on Christmas, and people are drinking on this Juneteenth. And yeah, all across the country, pub crawls. Yeah, Juneteenth bar crawl. Let's drink up to honor uh, what happened in Texas all those years ago. You know, again, this country, we have major, major addiction problems Uh all over the place. Oh, no, Yet another opportunity to drink or get high? No, because if you put this stuff together, especially in urban areas where the Juneteenth celebrations have so been uh, the most intense, you got alcohol plus guns plus time on your hands plus weed plus heat and the overall resentment of the system. What's that going to result in? Any guesses? <laughs> the last thing this country needs. Oh, wait. Was that footage from that, that riot footage at the end? Was that from last year, or from the the peaceful I think summer? So. The you know, I think so. the summer of love. Yes, the summer oh, of love, brother. <sighs> I, I wonder if um, what's this guy's oh, name? What a Greg Kelly. Bad take. I wonder yes. if he realizes too that like, uh, you know, the people who founded this country were probably pretty heavy drinkers. Like they spend Dude. a they spend a lot of time in pubs. Like I don't, it's so why what? It, I, it, I don't know. I, I don't understand this of all things. It's it's a federal holiday. There's some people on the right who will say we already have Independence Day. It's for all Americans. This is just furthering division. I don't see it as that. No, I don't either. But I, I also think it's goofy because uh, slavery is still legal in the United States. Yes. So that's that's the thing that well that and then the fact that everyone is celebrating a federal holiday that the federal government was the cause of originally like there's just sort of this like I mean this is what what we talk about all the time when you kind of get into this like status mentality about things mm-hmm. where it's like that is all there now don't get me wrong I, I again I don't really care like if you, it, it's an extra day off whatever like whatever yeah like, I'm not like it, celebrate the holiday that's important to you yeah if it, if it is and if you want to talk about like actual things behind that but I don't remember if we talked about it last week on the show. It's just one of those things that's like, it's not like slavery is not fully gone. No, the, the third, it's is not, it the but 13th, those on the right, go ahead. I was gonna I'm say the, the 13th amendment. It's, it's like if you're a prisoner, they still have the right to essentially enslave you. 
Yep. And, and so, take away all your freedoms, yeah. which I don't necessarily mind in the sense of a um, violent situation, right? Uh, yeah, and, I'm not. I'm not talking about. Well, we've talked about that in the past. Like, I, yes. I, I, I t- tend to think that, like, even if we were at a place where. Um, you rolled back the federal government and most state government and people were kind of living for themselves. Like if you have murderers, rapists, like people who are not going to, uh, to, to benefit a quote unquote society or a group of people, just ship them off to an island somewhere. Like yeah. you, there are, yeah, there, there are ways that you can deal with that situation. And, and, you know, we're just not even there yet because we're dealing with like, this guy's like, oh my gosh, these people are going to smoke weed and then go riot. But, and you're like, dude, no, what no, are don't you say talking people, about? Every single, oh yeah, all of the, the images that he were, used yeah. is, is okay. I'm sorry. And, and you would have to look for it. Like I'm having to right now in the Juneteenth bar and crawl. There is, I think I can't confirm it. But I think there's one white woman that you see. She may, yeah, she may not be right white, but other than that, I mean, it's all black people. Other than the white cop in the front of that, uh, it's like, dude. Yeah, he they very they picked very specific images. Yes, and 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 then like the black guys drinking on the sidewalk, uh, the black guy yelling at the cops, and then all this stuff from the Summer of Love or whatever, and he and he he's his his little alcohol plus guns plus time plus weed plus heat, and you're like, huh? Sounds like a good time. Time and heat. <laughs> that was my first thought. I'm like, like what is this an ad for like fun or something like that? No, nah, I'm clearly joking. But uh, you know, it's find a holiday people don't drink on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, nobody should be getting wasted. You know, um, you know, me personally, I'm not going to smoke weed to get high and things like that. Uh, and just the various other things, but well, you're just not going to stop people from doing it. Like that's kind of the, that's like, like, why is that? This is the same thing. You remember who was it? But that's uh, what what I was was saying is that's my personal choice, but I'm not going to just seems like a really weird take to say. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. It, Considering the same, that there's not a holiday that people already don't do this on, it has the same energy as that tweet that Ali Beth Stuckley put out a little while ago, where she was like, <laughs> "I don't understand, like people liking like things. What was it designated for children or whatever?" And it was like, oh, theme, it was yeah. like Disney and theme parks. And I'm yes, like, I'm like, it. what are you? Why are you getting onto this? It's it's the same thing. It's it's the same energy when people are like. Adults shouldn't play video games, and it's like, dude, people have different hobbies, you know. And yep. and and it's always really funny because it, what where I've seen some of those, it always comes from you could call them like quote unquote gym bros, where it's mm-hmm. like, like you shouldn't be playing video games. Why don't you go to the gym? It's like, bro, yeah, how much are you gonna, time are you gonna spend at the at the gym? An hour, two hours, it can still be a hobby that you have, right? And some people become even though it works for them and a productive manner uh some people when it comes to gym idolize it because of vanity not everyone but some people yeah Yeah. any hobby that you have can become a bad thing yeah and it's like you can you can work yourself too hard in there and end up hurting yourself and it's like if but going after someone else's hobby it just it's such weird right yeah i don't really have the exact word for it like it's just not coming to mind but it's one of those things that it's like why is this a problem for you yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> I think a problem 
is that is being so generic about it and not being specific. And yeah. she was like, I find it weird that there are grown men and women who dress up as my little pony. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're coming. Well, from yeah, the brony that. thing is a little odd, Yeah. but that was her original tweet was so, it was she, just generic. Yeah, It, it was, was really generic about having like an obsession with something that isn't quote unquote, like adult. And you're like, yeah. why, why is it specifically up to you to decide what other people spend their time doing? Even, dude, honestly, even if it is My Little Pony. Like, if that's, yep. if that's like some, like a brony, if that's their thing and they've made friends and have a community around that, it's like, y- yes, maybe I do find that a little odd. Maybe you do too. But the thing is, it's like, if that's something that has gotten them into, like, with a group of people, like, I, I just, I can't, why am I going to, like, make fun of that guy and, you know, it, it it's just Here like, it is. I, I don't understand it, it, but. Yeah, she said, is it a recent phenomenon for oh, right. so many adults to be obsessed with things meant for kids, cartoons, theme parks, etc.? Very weird to me. And I'm like, bro, theme parks directed at kids? Most of them can't ride the rides. Yeah. You have to at least be a teenager a lot of the time. And then cartoons is such a vague statement. Yep. Like South Park and the Simpsons and Family Guy are all cartoons. Yeah. It's just weird. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's so it's one of those things with like, take anime for instance, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, well, it's cartoons. That's for kids. And it's like, yo, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. And it's also a thing that it's like, well, and instead of being like, oh, well, why do you like it? It's like, well, and I've had some people ask me that. I'm like, the well, stories are awesome. Uh, here, here's the problem, though. Once you criticize a conservative, you criticize any person, they take that to mean that you hate them. I criticize yeah. an idea that Tom Eskol said. For those who don't know, Tom Eskol was the uh, conservative nominee for president within the SBC. He said something that was really dumb, um, and I just did an Instagram thing about it and i had so many people who never who i shouldn't say never hardly ever respond to anything that i say or do right on social media as a whole yeah reach out to me (laughs) hey are you okay i'm just like bro (laughs) i'm just criticizing his idea i like tom and and maybe Uh i'm wrong uh i don't think i am he's a good man like okay (laughs) still wrong yeah that doesn't many times uh... he's probably more right on things biblically than i am yeah but with this situation he's wrong where did that where did that concept come from where a criticism of an idea is equal to the hatred of that person i don't know who started it and 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 not even just like it, it the con it's the almost like the reading comprehension where yes they're putting in extra baggage onto you for a criticism mm-hmm. that you have of an idea from an individual person now it's it's not even that though what what some people will do not everyone but what some people will do is they'll take what you have to say right and they'll twist it and turn it to mean something that you didn't even say so they put yeah. words in your mind yeah. like your mouth you gotta watch out for that you. you gotta watch yep. out for that i've caught so many people like doing the words in the mouth thing and i'm like don't put words in my mouth and they know it immediately mm-hmm. and, and I, th- I and so it's a mixture and, and this is why it's really hard and why you know you and I talk about it a lot of the time you kind of have to take it case by case but that can also be hard because it's when you don't know the person 
it's mm-hmm. difficult to know whether they're unaware that they're putting words in your mouth and that they're kind of just creating this narrative in their mind or if they're intentionally putting words in your mouth to twist the conversation in their personal direction to make it specifically mm-hmm. about their argument and not about what you might have said so it's it yeah the internet's complicated there's a lot there's <laughs> yes, a lot is. of craziness out there and a lot of the time you just have to ignore it um or like you and i've talked about before just ask people questions it's like well what do you yep. what do you mean by that like um just talk to them yeah try to humanize people that's one of the things yeah. that we're gonna fo- we try to do it and we're gonna focus on doing a better job of humanizing people that yeah. doesn't mean that we're not gonna laugh and have fun and pick on people like greg <laughs> kelly yeah um well it's like that's is, the thing they are you know they are there and then you also have to part of part of humanizing people is you know when we talk about like joe biden and being like this guy he he is just a normal dude or like trump and when we, like when we did the whole thing on how like statism is the uh uh the most dangerous religion in the world it's like mm-hmm. one of the reason it is is because humans are flawed right yep. they do awful things and you you have to attempt to hold people accountable for the awful things that they do when they're in these these positions right and so instead of people looking at these people as and i think that's what you and i do more often than being like look how nice this guy is right because you have some you have someone like biden for instance who he kind of humanizes himself because he's you know in the throes of losing his mind he fell off his bike Mm -hmm. recently you know all of that stuff it's it's there um but also he is the the quote-unquote leader of the free world um he uh is responsible for the military and so when actions and commands happen that cause the deaths of innocent people that is something that should be talked about so it's Mm -hmm. yeah there's there's definitely a lot to it speaking of um (sighs) david do you know the one thing that would have saved jesus um from being crucified if you don't know Born Bobart's gonna tell you at a church on Sunday. I was gonna say, I was gonna say Peter not missing his mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, here we go. On Twitter, a lot of the the little Twitter trolls they like to say, "Oh, Jesus didn't need an AR-15. How how many AR-15s do you think Jesus would have had? Well, he didn't have enough to keep his government from killing him. So <laughs> they're all." Oh, that mixed reaction. On yep. Twitter. That that mixed reaction. The, some, some, those are like... It's like some, yeah. Well, and there's like some nervous laughter. And like one guy's like, oh, like, no. <laughs> it's like, come on, I truly Warren. probably... I may have gotten up and left on that. Because that is just... First off... Dude. If, I think this is during a Sunday service. Why is she up there giving a message like this? Is it or is it? Um, she's got some sort of image behind her. It says Christian up there. I don't. Maybe it's a Christian. Christian, It's a Christian center. Center, Camp. Camp. Something. Camp. Something. Yeah. So it's it's some sort of conference. I would imagine that she was speaking at. They definitely were doing. They've got some band instruments over there in the video. So. Maybe there was a little bit of that going on, and they. But dude, this is what we talk about all the time. There, statism. Whether mm-hmm. we're talking Republican, Democrat, whatever word you want to use for left and the right, and blah blah blah, they uh, they they all do this in churches. 
Yep. There's these things that like creep in that if you were thinking more wisely, you'd be like, no, this isn't something that we need at this conference or at our church in particular. Exactly. Um, and whoever, uh, Lauren, whether she wrote that or not, someone should have been like, nah. <laughs> nah, that ain't good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then oh, I, I saw I saw something. I don't remember if it was a, a tweet that was in um, the comments at one point where someone was talking about this church that like worships the AR-15. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's just it's so just out of taste. It's why would you get up there? And re- even oh, if someone wrote that for her, she reads that and then repeat that. Listen, you know, if if if. If you're not funny, don't don't try real hard. You know, there people have so there. It there's a difference between like a comedian and a humorist, right? Mm-hmm. So someone who's humorous, you know, they're generally just a good speaker, and they have a tendency to be able to kind of like say some witty things or whatever that people find again humorous. Versus a comedian who their entire goal is to try to make you laugh as much as possible. Um, there, there's a difference. And I think people, uh, it is because this happens in churches a lot, and this also happens in politics a lot, where people get on the stage and they get that microphone, and, you know, they think they're the next Chappelle, yep. and they're trying to make these jokes, and it's just, it falls flat, and you learn real quick. It's like, it's not that easy. <laughs> And, so, and then I, you have a dumb take like this, and this is the thing: people automatically goes to Christian nas- nationalism at its mm, finest, yeah, and, and just I mean, everything's so extreme. Lauren Boebert has always been pretty like milk toast, in my opinion, as far as her, yeah, you know. I mean, again, this is that she's another one of those people, just well, like Cawthorn was, where they were trying to come in being like the Republicans' version of AOC. Yeah, um, and I think MTG is about the only one who has sort of filled that role, at yeah. least attention-wise. Yeah, she definitely has a better command and does a better job than they do. Uh, not saying that those two set the bar high, uh, but you know, even with MTG, when it's funny you brought her up because when she said that Biden should pardon uh, Julian Assange, right, and yeah. was criticizing that whole process, it's like. Well, you know, why didn't you come out publicly if she let me correct. I don't read everything from MTG. So maybe she did. (laughs) Right. But did she come out publicly when Trump was in office during this? When she when she finally got in office, did she criticize Trump for not pardoning him when he had the power and the ability to do so? You know what I mean? And it's, it's also possible that she just didn't understand it until recently. It's that's true, too, because there's plenty of times that someone will have like said something or I'll hear something on a podcast. And I go, Oh dang. I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a really good point yep, or whatever. And then I'm immediately like, Oh, this is a thing that, yeah, this should definitely be a thing. Uh, and so you kind of start going after it and you're not generally giving your life story of like, I was listening to this thing recently and it just made me realize this is a, this is a cause worth, you know, going after now in her position, you think maybe like, you know she's got a staff to kind of help her with this sort of stuff mm-hmm. and to talk that right. out and be like well I want to make like a public statement about this and wh- how I heard about it uh, versus me just getting on like Instagram and being like 
yo, this is pretty awful. Like, Obama's blowing people up in other countries. I'm not going to give my diatribe of, like, listening to Dave Smith talk about it or something and then being like, Dave Smith finally convinced, or for the first time made me understand uh, reasons why Obama wasn't that great. Even though, honestly, I think it was Mo. I think Mo yeah. was the person that sent me down that that path. Uh, yeah, it's just, it. who knows? But, yeah, you're yeah. right. It's 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 one of those things that's like, with politicians, you never know, and it's better to keep your head on a swivel with them than to just be like, oh, yeah, I back her now. What a great point. Yeah. It's like, nah. Well, she's on my side, so. Yeah, exactly. She's on the correct side, therefore yeah. blank. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Anyway. Well, did you see this uh, article um, from LifeZet? Uh, the IRS has been quietly buying up tons of ammo. Um, with taxpayer dollars while the Biden <laughs> regime, you know, tries to limit our ability. No. Uh, so what they say is that on a June 18th appearance on Breitbart News Saturday, Republican Representative Matt Gates detailed what he called a bizarre acquisition of approximately $700,000 worth of ammunition by the IRS. Why would the IRS be purchasing ammunition? That's uh, a that lot. occurred between March and June 1st of 2022. Uh you know, Matt said, this is so bizarre to me, but yeah, between March and June, they spent 700000 purchasing ammo. The IRS should be people in cubicles with green shades and calculators. They shouldn't be people with guns and ammo. <laughs> I mean, well, they do this as a, uh, a bureaucratic department. They Their responsibility isn't to buy ammunition and guns. That's just extremely mm. weird. Just I thought it was suspicious. Well, I mean, they're the ones that are yeah yeah they have agents that that are going to come to your go- door with firearms, yep, and be like, you haven't paid your taxes. Um, yeah, I, it just doesn't happen that often here because I don't normally the only time you hear about tax evasion is from like really wealthy people, mm-hmm. uh, or people like screwing up, and so I don't I don't know when the last time someone attempted. But this is- that and got shot by irs agents yeah yep uh it's interesting uh yeah that's a lot that's a lot uh speaking of shots and assaults by the government um (laughs) uh old dan crenshaw's back in the news again did you see uh what happened with him i did yeah yeah yeah. uh i'm just gonna play this clip (laughs) all right Dan Crenshaw is a World Economic Forum sellout. Dan Crenshaw is a World Economic Forum young global leader. Huh? I don't care if I'm pissing you off. You are. You're the reason we're in this situation, ma'am. Dan Crenshaw is a fraud. Dan Crenshaw sold all of you out, and you guys are still voting for him. Dan Crenshaw is a world. Oh, I thought there was a. Did they take down the other one? Oh, wait, here it is. No. Yeah. <laughs> so they were doing that, and then he, Dan Crenshaw, entered the room. I passed McCain. Hey, I passed McCain. Look at I passed McCain right here. You're a rhino. You're a globalist. You're a globalist rhino. You're a globalist rhino. Kid, you're a globalist rhino. I passed McCain. I passed McCain. 
I crashed with Kane. So it just it goes on like that for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and I, his uh, uh, people claim that. Alex Stein and them assaulted them. Oh yeah! When you watch the video, that's not what happened. Yeah, exactly. They're like pushing back on them or whatever. I mm-hmm. mean, they're 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 armed security. Like it's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, of course. Yep. And then uh, Crenshaw, of course, he pulled like the most Republican thing ever and basically went after his like sex life. You know, yep. it's like that same <laughs> thing they always do. Where it's like, wow, man, you probably don't get chicks. Like that. It's like, oh my gosh, why why are people still <laughs> using that in twenty twenty two? Why is that a thing? Oh, like that's some kind of own. Even yeah. if he wasn't getting chicks, that's still not. It's not addressing it's, the issue yeah. at hand. No, it's You're just diverting it's away so, from a topic because he doesn't so have anything to say. Dumb. It's so bad. Uh, yeah. So I mean, and we've talked about Dan, Dan Crenshaw in the past. We don't have to stick on it too much. It's just really nope. funny. And and people are start. You know, I was telling you before the show, people are starting to realize like the dude's not on the side of your your average uh, like conservative. You would say. Nope. Um, you know, he the red flag law stuff. Um, he's on that young global uh young global leaders thing along with um uh Tulsi Gabbard and there was somebody else in particular that was on that. Um it was I don't think it was Putin, but that's all like that's a branch of the World Economic Forum. And so it's it's people who are who have been trained by these like global leaders uh, or this global leader initiative in order to uh, make us more of a one world um, entity uh, for control and yep. red flag laws is a part of that so and he's in Texas and everyone was sort of um, okie doked by him because he was in the seals he lost an eye and then that whole thing with uh, uh, what's that guy's name the comedian who's dating Kim Kardashian now Oh, Pete uh, Davidson. Pete Davidson. <clears throat> like that whole thing happened on Saturday Night Live, and so ever that's kind of when everyone everyone was getting Crenshaw's back. And honestly, dude, looking back on that, it does make me wonder if that whole thing was a setup, mm. in order to put Crenshaw's name on the map. Yeah, because he was a nobody before that. And, yep. that, and that, he uses his military service as a what would be the right word. Would decoy be the right word no, or a diversion? Uh, so he uses his from... military service, as, and this is something that happens a lot with people who've been in the military. They use it as a, um, uh, like a point of authority on topics, even if it's yeah. like so. Whether it's like gun control, like I see this all the time, and you know, obviously it could be bots, whatever. But even from people who are talking uh, from the NRA, and they go, "Well, I was in the military. I have all of this um, experience." Blah blah, and they they're. It, man what's the the fallacy um uh, oh man the uh something authority uh, fallacy yeah, something the like that appeal to authority appeal so to authority. Yep. yeah and so they're appealing to their authority as someone who's used a firearm in their job before as a reason why uh red flag laws are okay or why like certain people yeah. shouldn't own firearms and you're like what ben shapiro by the way <laughs> yeah who's okay with red flag yeah, yeah. Red oh, flag yeah I'm, I'm okay with some red flag laws and you're like what bro why it's, it's so you know that whole thing it would be nice to do an episode to where we just deep dive into it and how you know you even in the 50s and 60s when you could literally just order from a uh a magazine yeah. right and you used to be able to you walk know we were having like mass shootings and yeah exactly yeah. all this stuff people kids were taking them to school all these things and this oh, stuff and, and how that on. changed and what went wrong with that yeah that's not a bad yep. idea uh yeah it, it's it's odd 
Um, you see how terrified certain groups of people are of firearms now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen stuff that's like, like it, it's so weird to me when you have these conversations of people or it's like, they, they, they say they believe in like protecting women or uh, protecting trans people or protecting minorities or, you know, name, name your, um, underprivileged group. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when it comes to firearms they are like, Oh no, not that. Yeah. And you're like, but like, what the, the, you- the best thing that would help them defend themselves. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. From hate. Yeah. For people who are seeking to do uh, violence to them yeah, that they and, believe from their own position, and, and we've talked about it's it, the it, same it's, thing with the with the black community too, right? Yeah. When it comes to you know the left, and they say, "Well, right. cops are after them, white supremacy is growing issue, uh-huh. but we want to disarm you." Yeah, I've got the last story we're talking about tonight's actually about that. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, but yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It's it's very weird, and yeah, we're just sort of. We're in this odd phase right now of a lot of stuff changing and a lot of people being angry about everything, yeah. you know, and uh, it's always funny to me because you know how like on social media sometimes people will be like, why is that guy so angry or whatever? Uh, and I'm like, clearly y'all don't know what angry is if you haven't been watching these videos this week of these women on TikTok screaming at the top of their lungs uh, or like calming themselves down so they can do the dishes. <laughs> yep. Um. But yeah, so it's uh, all the stuff going on. Um, like like we say, it's just like you got to pay attention. Mm. And uh, I, I thought this was pretty funny. So there's this guy, Ken Russell. Uh, and I wish I had the clip. It's not really the, like a great clip or anything. He's basically just explaining uh, his stance. He put this thing together called Guns for Ukraine. And so he, he's uh, running for the uh, mayor of the city of Miami for Miami-Dade. And uh, it's a gun buyback, right? And yeah. he has this whole he has this little poster <clears throat> that you'll find in the show notes, and it's a link to his uh, his Twitter account. So if you guys actually want to like run through his Twitter account, you can find a lot of the videos. Um, but it's like turn in your firearm to receive a fifty dollar gift card. Um, but then it also says for a firearm, a hundred dollar gift card for a shotgun or rifle, a hundred and fifty dollar gift card. Um. So it's a little confusing. I don't really know what that that means. But like someone brought in like a katana. <laughs> There's like a video of him and he's got like a katana. People were bringing in like potato guns and all of these old like Rimfire 22s and just all sorts of stuff that's like would be garbage to send to Ukraine. There might have been like one or two potential ARs uh, in that group. Uh, it was kind of, it's kind of hard to tell without actually getting your hands on him. Uh, to know this is just like, a way for him to compensate. Yeah, he's yeah. Well, not only that, he was trying. It was it's just a way for him to like virtue signal. That too, you know what I mean? Like, and virtue signal. Yeah, it's kind of like the police department in Dallas oh, saying hosting. we'll give you a hundred dollars or whatever it was for yeah. all your firearms, yeah. firearm buyback. I'm like, yeah, that would be happening in Texas. It yeah, and, and 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 the cops are conservative, David. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, they're they're there for for your protection. We we pay yeah. them. They work for us. Love that one. Um, is are good guys. It was, it was like the city of Miami Police Department is hosting a gun buyback in an effort to support Ukraine and take guns off the streets. It's like, okay, dude. <laughs> dude. It's because people, when the whole good guy cop thing, people don't understand. When the good guy cops are going to leave when things get hard to go protect their families and stuff. Yeah. Well, and this, so. is, this is the thing. It's like, so I was at Chipotle today with a buddy of mine. And yep. a girl 
seemingly was getting harassed by like a homeless guy uh, yep. when we were there and she called a cop cop came uh, calmed her down or whatever uh, and so generally it's like alright I have no problem like, no issue with that right um, right. But again, it's 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 just we live in the situation where someone's in trouble. You now have to call someone and rely on them showing up at some point in order for like your safety. Yep. Where you could live in, you know, you could live in a community or you could have that cultural background now where it's like people are teaching their kids how to be careful, how to look out for themselves. Mm-hmm. This is why. The idea of gender, I would say, is important because you need to be able to tell your daughter that she's probably not going to be able to fight a, a guy. Yep. More than likely. And and, you, and it's to be honest, right? It's the same way, like, I think we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where I've, I've like, freaked people out at church before where I've just been like, yeah, the building is not secure. Like, don't fool yourself and think that that building's secure. <laughs> like, it's it's just not. And, it, and then people, like, they freak out when you tell them the truth about these things, but then... It's like I'm not doing this just so you can be scared. I'm doing this because you need to understand what's going on around you. Like you should be aware of your surroundings. You should be aware of like what's going on on a regular basis. It's like our yeah. uh, our pastor came out in support of um, uh, Roe getting overturned. Um, like we're very very much like a pro life church. Like there's not yeah. there's not a argument that's going to be made there about that where his mind would be changed. And he got like death threats and a bunch of other stuff. I was like, man, I'm not surprised. And I was, I was That's telling, crazy, man. yeah, I'm just like telling people, I was like, y'all, I do not want to end up on the evening news. Like, please I'm don't, so- please don't come here. Like, please don't come yeah. here. <laughs> Dude, <sighs> I am surprised we haven't gotten any of those yet. Yeah. So, but I apparently think we just haven't hit that, that next step yet. We've gotten the is and the isms and the foes. Yeah. Yeah. At this stuff. point, you know, for you and me at this point, it's like that. No, that stuff even matters. It's like, all right, man, <laughs> whatever. said that. David Duke would be proud of us. I'm like, bro, you don't even know. Bro, you have no clue. Like, he would literally hate us. It's like, I. And and these people who say this stuff, there's no reasoning with them. That's the problem, is there's no talking to them, just having a conversation. Hey, what do you mean? What makes you feel that way? Okay, because no matter what you say, it's going to be the opposite. I could say, well, what about over half the people I'm following are uh, black people? Yeah. If I was racist, why would I follow them? Yeah, or like, you know why I mean? would they follow us if if that's what they thought about us? And right? why would yeah, uh, if they thought if that's what minorities thought of us, a lot of our followers are black too, yeah. right? And, so, and other minorities too, not just not just that. And then you can keep going on different friends of ours, you know, so so on well, and so yeah, forth. But, the people we choose to listen the, to. That's the I have a black friend fallacy, Joseph. Yep. Yep. That you can't say that. That doesn't mean well, it's, anything. It's the whole. It's the things that we listen to. <laughs> it's the things that we support politically yeah, and personally, right? Yeah, all, it, all this different. If all pe- these different things. Yeah. If people were being honest, it's like the guy who made me realize that I should start a podcast and start building uh, my own personal wealth was a black guy. The guy who yep. taught me how to invest, black Chris guy. Chris Johnson. Yeah. The guy. Well, Eric July, Chris Johnson, Mosh Torre, yep. Mo. I mean, like, there's, there's, oh, a, man, the, keep going. The list, <laughs> yeah, the list does go on. Um, some people have popped off that list because they've kind of come out to potentially be grifters. But I mean, like, even, yeah. you know, even like the Hotep guys have had not like a huge influence, but they're really interesting. And I like listening to their perspective on a lot of things yep. um, because they fall a little bit more. Colin Noir. Uh, yeah, Colin Noir. Um, though I, we probably disagree with him some on the, the whole cop thing. Um, he, yep. He's not, he's not quite there. Um, oh, Zuby, like, they're, they're they're out Zoom there. So, sorry, there aren't really a whole lot of women in that group. 
um, they, I mean, they exist, they exist in like a small way. I mean, there's a couple of the the girls who work for like geeks and gamers that, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would say like, I, you could say I, I like admi- girl. I admire um, the work that they're doing. They just haven't really been that influential. And let's be real, to be honest, it, it's because like men are generally going to be more influ- influential to other men. Like yep. that's that's just the way that it it kind of works. Like you you kind of and, attach yourself to people that you might see yourself in, yeah. Um, and not and again not having to do with skin color. So it's like and I don't need to argue this with people. I don't need to prove myself to anyone. But yeah, it's yep. just it's it's a just, ri- it's a ridiculous right. notion. Um. So anyway, so yeah, uh, we also had uh, Governor Tom Wolf. Is this the guy from? Is he Rhode Island? No, this is Pennsylvania. The the yeah. governor from Rhode Island, who we we had uh, on the show a couple weeks ago, just put in some really restrictive uh, gun laws that are essentially going to turn a bunch of people in Rhode Island who have uh, quote unquote high capacity magazines. Uh, it's going to make them felons in like 120 days if they don't get rid of them. Yep. So, but this guy, he was talking about how red flag laws work to prevent mass shootings, right? So, it, he has this little like. <laughs> Uh, this his like out. What would you call this? Like a a template sort of thing. Yes. And it says, "This is Jane. Jane's a social media. Uh, it, Jane's social media contact Randy posts photos and of guns and cryptic messages. Jane calls the police to report the post. The police petition in court to temporarily remove Randy's guns." Police provide evidence that Randy is a danger to himself and others. The court agrees to a temporary removal of Randy's weapons. And here's the best thing about all of this with this uh, national red flag law stuff that you're getting here that will tie into Tom Wolf is that the state doesn't have to offer you assistance for a lawyer regarding the red flag laws. Yeah. And it's like we say all the time, like, who are the people that are going to be hurt by this the most? Yep. I mean, just it's, think about that. Yeah, it's simple. Um, also, all of the dogs that will be shot over these things. Yes. And all the no, not just dogs too, but uh, oh man, why am I forgetting her name? The uh, the next Brianna Taylor. It, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Because like, thinking they're, about they're it, they're not like gonna. You, sorry, go ahead. No, you look at uh, a few weeks ago, Jeremy from the quartering was swatted, mm-hmm. and had he not seen, you know, uh, the cops on his uh, security footage, uh, he could have easily gone out, you know, gone to the door with a gun, started shooting at him. Because he doesn't know, you know, who it is that's at, you know, at his door um, or whatnot. And then, bam, you know, some kind of confrontation happens, right? Yeah. And so. Legitimately, dude, if we ever got to into a position where we were starting to do better, I would go to um, the police station and be like, this is my name. This is my address. This is what I do. If you ever get calls that sound like you need to send the SWAT team, please don't send them. Yes. Please don't just send call them. me. Call, call me. Call, call me. Wife. Yeah. Do do what is necessary. It's like please don't. It's like I you and I've told dude. I've been talking about swatting since the previous podcast that I did, like five or six, like yes. four or five years. Terminus ago. East. Yeah. We there was a story on there about a guy. I'm pretty sure this guy died. Um, someone he, he might have been on. He, he was on Twitch. I think someone swatted him. Um, something happened. He went to the door and the police shot him, killed him. So and, crazy, man. They can just shoot like that. Yeah. And with it, impunity. It, exactly. And it's like, that's why I, and I had said, and it, this has been my stance ever since then. Be like, if you're, 
in social media, like if you are doing something that is putting you out there, at this point, you need to have some rapport with, if the police the police exist, they're not going anywhere for now. Um, yep. You need to go to the place that it would be the ones responsible for responding to um, an incident at your home. Uh, you need to tell them what you do, that there is this potential at some point that someone might try to cause a problem by swatting and that they need to make a note of that. Like do everything in your power to make sure that that situation is essentially moot. Yeah. You know, because like it happened to Tim Pool too and Tim Pool was out in the middle of friggin' nowhere. Yep. So it's it's just one of those things that's like people have to be aware of that. It's like people can find your information. Eat. It doesn't matter how well you hide yourself. There's always that possibility that someone's going to run across your information and try to pull this crap on you because um, they, people they, they want to hurt you. They hate you. They Sometimes I think those things started because people thought it was funny. Um, and it's just like it is it's not okay to do this kind of stuff. And red flag, you're right. Red flag laws are the next step in that where it's like yep. and, you know, I I actually too, do tend to agree with um, Spike Cohen when he was like, if this stuff gets passed in, in your state, you need to get like a huge group of people together, just jam- like gum up their lines and just yes, like, send in all had, these like uh, false reports. I had text and, text and buddies of mine saying that like just easily just start call, you know, calling all these police stations on all these politicians that voted for him and just flooding the lines. Yep. Yeah. Give them like see more butts and like all these yeah. people. Um. <laughs> Yeah, because this is this is the kind of stuff that's like this should not this, Dude, that this shouldn't was so be standard during COVID. I'm sorry. That oh. just reminded me of that clip. The one bend from over, yeah. bend over. Yeah. Mr. Bend over, you have floor. Just like to speak. <laughs> it's pretty great, man. So but uh yeah, so I found I ran across this uh clip on Gun Owners of America. Um mm-hmm. of what's this guy's name? Tim Kennedy. Uh, Tim Kennedy. So uh, he apparently he's kind of controversial within this. Like he's talked about in the past. Like he, I guess he's had some pretty terrible takes about like gun ownership in the past. Um, but then I read some other stuff that was saying like, oh, he's he's changed uh, his stance on a lot of that. Which you know, I'll get you know, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt, right? And and people have a lot of problems with gunners of America too. Um, just kind of, I guess some of their stances or some of the things that they're not really. Um, uh, you know they're there i mean they're a gun lobby in washington so like there there's certain things that are probably worth criticizing about them but they posted this clip and it was you know what we're talking about when we do a lot of this stuff is like we're just looking for resources it's not necessarily that we agree with the stances of all these places that we find these clips i mean we use cnn for goodness sake um but yeah, I and just if you think that i mean come on yeah. like just because somebody covers something doesn't mean they agree to everything that organization or person has ever said and done exactly that should be common sense it's it's like saying it's like oh man really like clarence thomas for this one thing he said and it's like what well he also did blah blah and it's like okay hold on (laughs) it's like just this thing it's like we can have a conversation about the other stuff he said if you want to that was just this you know all right here's this clip oh Oh, man all of these are so low hang on wrong with calling and then we then i mean then the legislation, people are like, oh, well, maybe we enact some red flag gun laws to protect these people. Like, no, no, what you're going to do is not, you're going to prevent them from going and seeking help because they're going to be scared that you, like, there's no, there's not going to be any due process to get them off this list once you get them on this list. Right. And then you'll take their stuff. They'll ne- never get it back. Now they're not going to do it. So whatever thought they might have had about going and getting some help, now they're not going to do it. So great. 
Like you just made the problem worse. Well, there's also the real issue, the very real issue that someone could turn you in when it's not justified. Um, oh, someone, I got a bunch of haters. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, I think I'm a pretty healthy person, but there's no doubt that they'd be like, just just to piss him off, like one eight hundred, be a, yeah, be a snitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should call this episode one eight hundred be a snitch. Be a snitch. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of it. You know, the question just popped in my mind with this. He he makes a good point. I do think that well, red flag laws will cause a worse mental health crisis uh-huh. in America because you know essentially what he said. People are going to be too afraid to get the help they need for their mental health if they're thinking that their therapist is going to red flag them when they tell a therapist about their problems. Uh But my thought I had was, or question, how far is the step from red flag to pre-crime? You know what I'm asking? I mean, yeah, like uh, freaking Minority Report style stuff. So we've already, uh, I don't know if we've played the clip on here. Ah, man, I got to find out who it was. Maybe it was John Brennan who said, who, who made some sort of claim one time that uh, you're like guilty and until proven innocent. He had some weird ways. I heard it on No Agenda a while back, and I, yep. I might be getting getting it wrong, but there are a lot of people who already think that way. Yeah, Trump. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, red fl- and the red flag laws are absolutely kind of a step in that direction because if you're if someone is allowed to call the police on you based on some sort of like feeling or hunch that they have, right? And then they're saying, oh, well, the cops are going to go and seek to get uh, approval to go get your stuff. It's like, okay, what is that? Not okay. First of all, no, that's not the, the way that the the system should work. No one should be able to um, take away. Uh, your firearms when you have done nothing to anyone, right? And and this is always jumps into the, these kind of caveats that we have to make. It's like what I'm talking about here is not that suicide is a good thing. It's like, but someone who is committing suicide, the only the only person that is physically being harmed in that situation is themselves, right? It's yeah. terrible, but at the same time, like you shouldn't be able to just steal someone's firearms because of a hunch that something like that might happen. Exactly. Because you're right. That's getting into that like pre-crime thing where it's yep. like, well, we have this feeling or I, I as a citizen have a feeling that my neighbor who owns firearms might be willing to do something terrible. Therefore, I am going to report uh, him and uh, get his rights essentially stripped from him. And then, it, you know, it's so without funny. due process. Yeah. And what's so funny about that thing is it's like, oh, well, they for, they'll take his firearms away for a limited time. It's like, no, dude, that's not how it works. Think about it even better, David. Think about that situation in New Jersey that we covered on episode six six of our podcast where that woman in New Jersey went to go get a firearm because she had a violent boyfriend, but she uh, had to wait. And while she was waiting, she got murdered by her uh, boyfriend. Yeah. Think about like this violent boyfriend gets upset or whatever, but just in this scenario, uh, red flags his girlfriend to prevent her from getting a firearm for a temporary amount of time just so that he can get to her and kill her yeah oh yeah it could absolutely be used like that it's just all and and i talked about we talked about it a couple weeks ago i had mentioned to you that i was like what a lot of this is going to do is just make everybody more suspicious of their neighbors like we're going through covid again Mm -hmm. where everybody's like they're darting their eyes around and they're like like oh what's that oh oh man you know what i mean like 
what's this person think of this or whatever. It's just going to tear people apart. And this is the problem is this, this is what the government keeps doing to everybody. Mm. Um, they're constantly pitting people against each other um, over a lot of these beliefs and, and just making it worse because it was like, and this is probably the only time I think I'm going to mention this on the show because I had, I had sent it to you. Oh, this was that thing that um, I'm actually going to read this because Michael Malice is the one who sent uh, sent that out and I thought it was a really really good point about what's been going on and when we've been talking about how um, Republicans and Democrats are basically in a in a status religion yeah um, <clears throat> he said do 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 man we talk way too much um, <laughs> he said uh, the meltdown over Roe uh, aren't or the meltdowns over Roe aren't simply about abortion. They're also about the Democrats' uh, broken promise to their constituents that they will mm-hmm. protect them from the bad guys. The fear these people are feeling comes from a place of betrayal and panic about what's next. And I had sent to you the prophets failed them. Then it's like yep. the their their prophets, the people who told them everything was going to be good, that this is the way that things were going to be going. They failed. And they're now being shown to be liars or whatever the case may be uh, or frauds. And all these people are melting down because they're starting to see the seams of their religion coming apart and they don't know how they don't know how to handle it. Their reality is crumbling. Yeah. And so it's just uh, it's kind of the the same with a lot a a lot of the stuff. And, you know, it's like you got to you got to break free of that. So. I just I just kind of thought that was interesting. That is interesting, and it's spot on too. It nails them to the core because it is a religion for them. Their identity is tied up in the government and their yeah. particular party. Yeah. Oh, it's you know we make fun of it all the time where it's like oh daddy government will protect me or whatever. Um, but the reason that we do that a lot of times is trying to wake people up and get them to see it's like, look, the, the I, and you know what's so funny is I had this conversation with some people on Sunday because there's this attitude among people our age and in like the um, the Gen Z group that's like you I I am waiting for someone else to elevate me and my status so that I can live the kind of life that like my boomer um, grandparents or parents lived right and they're like oh well we need to raise the minimum wage because if we raise the minimum wage that means I'm making more money at my job and then I can uh, uh, afford all of the nice things that I see other people have right yeah and i'm i'm being very like obviously i'm not getting super deep into this but this is that's kind of the mentality that's there and i told and and this isn't exactly what they were saying but you could this is sort of where that conversation was headed i kind of stopped them and i'm like y'all no one it's like if you're waiting around for someone to elevate you to that status you're going to be waiting for the rest of your life no one's coming yeah, exactly. I was like, no, no, it's coming take it into your own hands. Yeah. And, it, and if you if you think that getting the minimum wage increased is going to work, it's not one. You might lose your job because now the company can't afford to pay uh, that many people uh, 15, 20 dollars an hour or whatever the case. Like, I don't even know what minimum wage is federally any, anymore. Um, 725. Is it still 725? Still 725. Uh, hey, all right. I mean, good on them for not pushing that up. Trying to, I, they probably know they can't. Um, yeah. Because they'd absolutely obliterate Destroy. a lot of places. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So yeah, and it's funny because the only ple- only companies that would be able to afford that are corporations. Mm-hmm. Well, Chick Fil A has been been paying people pretty well recently too. They've had like yeah. incredible growth over the last couple of years. Um, but I, I you know I, I said all that to say it's like look, 
if you're in a place and you're not making the money that you want to make, you have to learn to be transient. Right. If your life, yep. if, if you have this goal for your life, right. And one of your goals is like, well, you want to get married. You want to have kids. You want to have a house. Uh, but the place that you live in, you can't get the job that's going to help you afford that. Right. Or, you know, maybe like your dating pool isn't very big or whatever the case may be. It could be a number of different things. I'm just naming a couple. Um, you you got to be transient. Start getting online. Start researching places that have lower cost of living, that have good wages for for jobs. Um, and maybe, if you, especially if you're like a young adult, look for, for a place that's got um, a, like a more vibrant uh, community for that. Especially if you're like a church goer, that's pretty, that's pretty easy to, to, to come oh, across. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's just this kind of conversation of like, man, no, no one's coming. Right. And we've talked, we've talked about on the show with me, like trying to start this business. I'm like everything as far as like, obviously not like friends and family, but like everything's like against you when you're trying to do this. Right. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, am I going to put myself into debt to start this business? Am I actually going to be able to find a grant that would be willing to give me um, some money to get my feet off the ground? Like, is or there even our podcast? Yeah, what yeah, we're doing dude, on, what on a great, YouTube and yeah, TikTok yeah. And, and stuff. We, what did we say that the people who are probably, that we're going to be surprised the people that we're going to be surprised that don't support us are going to be family and friends because the reality is that strangers are typically going to be your biggest supporters yeah and i've seen a little bit of that turnaround right yeah you after start, a certain point those numbers start going up a little bit higher and people start going like oh what's going on here like what's going on with that you know what i mean and we haven't yep. we haven't quite gotten over that hump yet i think it's we're still on that that upward that slow upward movement um where every once in a while like i'll, I'll talk to someone and they'll be like oh well how's like all that stuff going and i'm like well we've, we're almost at 500 subs on on youtube and tiktok we're about 20 uh 2500 followers and uh, i was i don't even instagram over zero. a million views yeah we've got we've got over t- 150,000 likes yeah 150,000 likes on tiktok and we're getting you know instagram's engagement. doing well yeah so yep. it's it's just one of those things it's like as that keeps moving upward right a little by little eventually people are going to look back on it and, and be like oh crap these guys are actually doing something you know even like yeah. i said with with our downloads for for the podcast so yeah sorry that i got i think we got off on a, a little bit of a tangent um so let's get through the the rest of these clips but yeah again all that to be said it's like man it's like if you want to do something like you got start now go out and get it done yes make, make some sort of plan go out and start executing on that that's the only way it's going to happen um like because again daddy government it's not really there to help you. Nope. Right. It's a grind. So it's going to be a grind. Yeah. Trust me. There's a lot of sacrifices me and David make, but ultimately, you know, it's, it's been paying off. Yeah. It took, it took us. What, what would you say? I think it was 11 months exactly, uh, maybe 10 months for us to finally see, uh, kind of some, you know, re- rewarding effort for what we're doing when yeah. we got a video that did 4,000 views or yeah. whatnot. And, so. and I would say we're, where we are now about a year and a half in maybe not quite that far like we're, we're coming up on a year and a half yep. um we are just now really starting to see that push that subs are going up followers are going up downloads of the podcast are going up and and this is just going to be like this is a mile marker this isn't like a, oh we've made it it's just a yep dang remember when things actually started going really well for us that year that i got laid off <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh man, Damn. and how we started basically kind of 
you know, I guess in COVID, but really it was kind of, well, no, it was kind of towards the tail end of COVID. Yeah. Well, J6 was really the thing that I think finally got us. Well, we know we were, we had started, but we hadn't started recording until like the week after like I, I started writing and doing a couple little videos, like right after January 6th, like the first video I uploaded to the channel for YouTube went out on my birthday. Yeah. Two years ago. No, a year, uh, year, year and a half ago. Because That's it was crazy. the it was the why does um uh what's his uh he was the former head of the CIA and was like calling liberal John Brennan yeah Brennan I was like yeah. it's like why does John Brennan hate us <laughs> uh, but yeah get us it terrorists. done people because yeah, I mean, the government thinks you're terrorists so. yeah and we you know like we've said before we understand that times are tough right now and you know donations can't really be coming in that easily but. Again, those subs, those downloads, all that stuff, it's a push in the right direction. So, Yeah, um, exactly. You know what? And if we have to go to get to the point to where we're doing ads on our YouTube and on TikTok and and stuff, then, hey, that's okay. If that's how, y- you know, y'all choose you want to support us, that's we'll fine. go to that route. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. So, uh, Senator John Cornyn, uh, he's a Texas GOP uh Senator, right? Yeah, yes. he's a Republican senator. Uh, he's one of eleven senators, uh, Republican senators, uh, including Mitch McConnell, who agreed to surrender to Democrats' demands to impede the sale and purchase of guns. Set foot on the GOP stage in Houston a couple weeks ago, and he was met with hostile boos. So I was just going <laughs> to play just a little bit of this. I heard it. Yeah. So let's take our country back, starting with Congress in November. Thank you. God bless you. May God continue to bless our great state of Texas. That's hilarious. <laughs> Bill. Yeah, so I hope he I, gets primaried. And I, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, I, I wonder, because there was a, a pretty big wave of support at one point that the Republicans were just going to sweep everything. Uh, and I'm curious now if because of some and I don't know if 11 senators is going to make the difference because you're right. I wonder if some of them are getting primaried or uh, whatever the case may be with a lot of this. Yeah. I am curious to see what ends up happening uh, when the midterms roll around in a couple months, because this is the kind of stuff that's like, yo, what are they doing? Yep. Like it, dude, honestly, it it's almost, so it, easy for them. They say, no, we're not going to do this. Yeah. Dude, you're probably looking at a red wave in November. Yeah, and but all, you had 11 of these guys come out and be like, "Well, oh, yeah, More sorry." Now, yeah, it's 14 or 15 now. Yeah, and so I don't, I don't know what's what exactly is going to to happen in the midterms. Like, it's possible that a lot of people just kind of uh, consign themselves to um, voting that way well, anyway. Like they they feel like yeah. they don't have a choice. That happens. Oh crap! I accidentally got rid of the next clip. Um, it's very possible that that's what ha- that's what happens because you see that a lot with people where they're like, well, I just I feel like I don't have another choice because yeah. if I vote in any other way, there's a chance that this Democrat's going to get in. It's like, yeah, but at that point, like, do you really have the person you want in office anyway? Yeah, you know, yeah, you're exactly right. They'll say, well, no one's perfect. That's the excuse people use. I'm like, yeah, but this is a yeah. huge thing to. You know, be wrong on. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're you're talking about a bill that could potentially hurt a lot of people. 
Yep. And it probably will. I mean, like, I, I would almost say, make no mistake about that. Like, if red flag laws get enacted federally, uh, and the states and the federal government can basically, you know, you're like snitching on people and they can come in and take your guns, uh, a lot of people are going to get hurt. A lot That's of one of the things I like about the Mises caucus and now the Libertarian Party, since they're the chair now, um, are in control, is that. You know, they focused a ton on local elections because they saw how important yep. we saw how important they were during COVID. Yep. How important your share was. And there's. Some, impro- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say there's a lot of people that still don't really understand that the that's what the Mises caucus and now, you know, the National Party, that's where their biggest focus is, is locally because they're like, mm-hmm. well, how are you planning on winning like a major election now? And uh, it, it it's like, y'all, you're you're still looking at this wrong. It's like you're you're trying to win those local elections because those are the people that ultimately are the ones that, that are going to like strap the thing on your face or strap you down and, and get you the poke uh, if that's what they want. And so having places and people in those places that are just going to be like, no, we're not treating our people like this. That's it's important. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. All right. Uh, let's let's watch this next clip because people need to um, finally come to terms with the fact that the U.S. is in a war with Russia, um, despite believing that Ukraine is the one actually fighting this war. So here we go. It's absolutely essential. And I think the key here is we have to understand that we're, we're making a mistake in the way that we think about the war because we keep thinking about it as their war the Ukrainians are fighting. We need to think about it as our war. Putin is waging war on the West. He is trying to destroy the rules-based international order that we Americans, we Europeans, we all stand for this. This is a direct threat to all of us, and we need to understand this is not a foreign aid project. This is not charity. This is self-defense. This is the front line of freedom right here in the Donbass. The Ukrainians are fighting and dying for all of us. We need to step up and to echo what Ed Luce was saying, it is unacceptable that right now the Ukrainians are being outgunned 10 to 1 in artillery, 10 to 1. They are losing over 100 soldiers a day. The United States has not seen those kinds of losses since World War II. The Ukrainians are willing to fight. They are willing to die. They are defending their land. They are standing up to one of the most evil dictators in the world. But they don't have the weapons they need to get the job done. They have just enough to prevent a Russian victory, but they don't have enough to defeat the Russians to win for Ukraine. And that is unacceptable. All of us need to step up. The Europeans in particular, as Joe suggested, because uh, they are doing less than we are. But we need to step up, too. We're not providing Gray Eagle drones that the Ukrainians need. We're not providing as many multiple launch rocket systems as they need. All of us collectively can be and should be doing more because we need to understand this is our fight that the Ukrainians are on the front lines of. Joseph, what's that sound like to you? Sounds like we're in war. Yeah, yeah that dude's a WAPO columnist. That sounds exactly like a war. Yeah, I mean, at, at least he, he, I mean, I don't know whether he was saying the quiet part out loud or whether he's, you know, that some of these guys are just finally being honest about, like, what uh, proxy wars are. It's just the U.S. being at war with other people and just using other people as the the pawns to fight for it. Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, th- dude, that is a prime example of how war hawkish the left has become. 
Like what? What? How is Ukraine fighting for American freedom? Yep. Like what? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. Ukraine fighting for American freedom. There, it, it gets so much more complicated than that. And I don't know if I've heard anyone in the mainstream actually break down why Russia originally went there in the first place. Yep. And it's the genuine breakdown. And I don't even think it really matters to anyone in the mainstream anymore because they do see this as an American war. Mm-hmm. And why they're in support of sending Gray Eagle drones to the Ukrainians. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! I, and I, I keep I keep thinking this every once in a while, where I'm like, I wonder where the next suicide bombers are going to come from. <laughs> yeah, I mean, eventually this is going to have blowback. Yep. Uh, and that's something that a lot of people have been talking about, and why they were worried about like nuclear strikes on the states because. At some point, when is Putin going to be like, dude, why is the U.S. just continuing to send money to these people? Yep. Like, this is NATO. Like, oh, this is such a, dude, it's such a mess over there that they're that they're doing this and pushing in on, on Ukraine. And they're like, he's a dictator. And it's like, all right, like, why are we specifically going after him then? I mean... Uh, Trudeau is a dictator, too. Trudeau, I mean, North Korea... A lot of the places, in the, yeah, um, Saudi Arabia and what they're doing in Yemen. Like, what are you talking about, man? Like, uh, yeah, I, I just I thought that was really interesting because it's like pe- people kind of always are like acting like, oh, well, yeah, Ukraine's fighting against uh, Russia. And I'm like, no, we're fighting against Russia using Ukraine. That's really that's what's going on. Um, and I'm just glad someone actually said it out loud. <laughs> yep. All right, next clip. Uh, oops. Oh shoot. I I hit my router and early, I did that earlier today. I like kicked it with my foot and I I lost internet connection earlier today, so I got worried for a second. We are good. Uh, all right, so we're almost done. Two more clips. Well, one more clip and then a, a story. Um, this is uh, Crystal Ball on uh Bill Mayer show and she's kind of got this interesting take on inflation so I just wanted to talk about it for a minute um because what's really interesting too in in actually I'm not going to tell you I know I know I think you've seen this clip um I, I want you to tell me what's interesting about the attitude of the people on this panel um when it's over okay you okay. might you might pick up on what I'm talking about let's just play it and that's why we have inflation. So that's a large part of that. that is, um, it's just basic is, economics. And that is secondly, not basic economics. We had this thing called a pandemic. We had a supply chain crisis. Okay. And oh, yeah, by the way, well, there's well, a war well, in Ukraine. It played a role. It's played so a role. So to act like the only reason okay. we have and, problems and you now act, is because people got a little bit of money in their whoa, bank whoa, whoa, account whoa. is just not honest. And you, a little bit of money, they got more than we spent in World War II. So you but, act, don't act but, like... Hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Don't act like... You said don't act. Don't act like we had to react to the pandemic exactly the way we did. We hacked... We had to spend six okay, trillion. Okay, but how about the, the trillions that the Federal Reserve shot at Wall Street 
For some reason, people don't what? get upset about that. How much? And that fueled the trillions of dollars the Federal Reserve shot at Wall Street to stop the stock market and the bond market. No one well, gets upset about that, uh, even though well, that was a massive factor in inflation. I don't know what you're inflation. talking about. What do you mean shot at Wall Street? Well, when they, are we talking about? They, we're talking about buying assets, buying stocks, buying bonds, buying treasury bills when? so that they expand the balance this? sheet. This is during the crisis, the coronavirus crisis. When the stock market crashed, that is what the Fed did. They went into action. They shot but trillions the of dollars. But the stock market didn't crash no. during COVID. Now it's they, crashed. It, did crash. <laughs> now. it crashed, and the Fed came in and backstopped it. That's what happened. What, it crashed, so and we never heard I'm about saying. it? No, it crashed. Go back and look at it. I think when, it when, fell off a cliff. When? The Treasury bond market stopped functioning, and the Fed took extraordinary action it's never taken in history. I don't somehow no one that. gets what upset. Mean, the first week of the Someone, somehow nobody gets upset about the rich people who got tons of money and tons of support oh, yeah. way more than working class people did sure but they oh do. my god people were able to feed their oh are you there yeah i'm here okay. for some reason that clip ended right there but it's pretty much fine okay so first before we get into what she was talking about and, and bill Mayer's response um what did you notice about uh that whole scenario they were very condescending yes towards her Yes. The whole time. This How guy, dare this woman school me? Hey, dude, and listen, here's the thing yeah, with Crystal dude. Ball. If you're going to talk to her, you better know what you're saying. Yep. Yep. You better have researched that thing, that topic really well. Yep. You can't just come at her just spewing nonsense. The guy who's like sitting on her left or whatever, he looks physically frustrated. That he's like doing he's like, this thing with his I don't hands. know as much as her, and I, yeah. but I disagree with her because yep. of my feelings. And then the Bill Mayer going like the stock market crashed. You're like, bro, it was in March. Dude, Bill Mayer is constantly just out of the loop, man. Uh, like he just, it's like occasionally he still hits certain things on the head, but he's so oblivious to everything going on in the country. How does this yep. guy still like? Oh my gosh! I used to like. I think it's the bubble. You I think I mean? you're right. Yeah, he's dude. He's very wealthy. He lives in that bubble. He's not taking care of his uh, finances. He <clears throat> so he probably had no idea that that happened. Yep, he has someone doing it for him. There's just different concerns. He doesn't have that the rest of us have. Like the fact you that know? he so boldly was like the stock market crashed and we didn't hear about it. You're like, bro. <laughs> Very incredulous. Yeah, way to go, man. So, no, good on her. Good on her pointing out how um, uh, the reason for a lot of the printing of money and a lot of what was going on uh, in the stock market last year. Because uh, I think that was... was it? Well, I guess it was over the last cu- like two years. There's been a lot of that like kind of shenanigans going on, and um, you know, with inflation rates and them pushing all this money into that to artificially inflate the stock market. Um, yeah. And it went, oh, not only that, but when they pushed all that money to your common people under Trump. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you had you had it under Trump, and you had all the checks that were also going out to everybody under uh, both administrations. Um, people were taking that money and putting it in the stock market. Yep, and you were starting to see a lot of these stocks go to all-time highs because a lot of people had a lot of extra cash uh, that was given to them by the government that they were pushing in to see if they could uh, make more money off of it. Yep, in one of our past episodes, entertainment episodes with Disney, we talked about it, how Disney hit a high and now mm-hmm. Disney has fallen. Yep, and I think some of that's due to the content, but a lot of that's just due to the fact that you had all this money pumped into the stock market that artificially rose the price of those stocks, and now it's coming back down to reality. Yeah. If they drop down to 
60 and 50 and you know then yeah you know that definitely has a more indication of their content um and the product they're producing but they're yeah. i mean saying disney was at 175 dollars during the pandemic and and now they're at 96 dollars. i'm like well their average is around 90 to 100 so <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> is that really a loss so let's get into this last story. I, I'm just going to kind of like highlight this because um, we're running yeah. over for this episode anyway. But uh, there was a Los Angeles, the, excuse me, the Los Angeles Times put out a column. Uh, I think this was this was today, today of recording, June 27th. Nice. Um, it says, good job. Yeah. Is California ready for more black people to legally carry guns in public? <laughs> and it's so funny because you basically why is it always the black people I, I know and and th- that 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 headline it always seems to be in the diverse places you know what i mean yeah like democratic places yeah they're and, like are people ready for that and then you'll uh, wait till we get into some of these i get into some of these quotes uh, you guys can go read the whole thing for yourself i'm just going to give you a taste of some of the stuff that they're talking about but it goes along with it. So it says Nathan Jones leads a Bay Area chapter of Black Gun Owners Association. But until a few years ago, he wasn't even into guns. Said then COVID-19 hit and the George Floyd killing uh, in Minneapolis uh, happened. Um, and white supremacists trashed the U.S. Capitol on January 6th insurrection. So you see where <laughs> is the that writer is. specific reasoning? No, that is it, that's from the writer. Um, yep. I don't think I don't know if he ever actually says that. Yeah. Um, but here is this is a quote from uh, from Nathan. Uh, it says, I had a vision of mobs dragging people through the streets and something just kind of switched. Uh, we can't rely on anybody else to come and save us. It has to be us. Um, so it basically goes on to talk about how he kind of like set everything up um, and, uh, you know, talking about the Supreme Court stuff going on with that right now. And he says there's no over. OK, so and he talks about going to the range, right? Uh, it says, on one hand, uh, it's been easy for law-abiding citizens to be able to defend themselves. Um, and this is in quotes, if and when it arises. But on the other hand, um, he's a 50-year-old uh, who knows that fear and hatred of black people run deep in the United States, especially when we're armed. So, by the way, that's editorializing because it's not in quotes. Yes. So I don't know that he that he actually believes that or said that. And now this is in quotes most of it yeah it says there's no overt racism when we go to the gun range but we know and yeah but the gun range uh but we know people are looking at us and i'm kind of like people are looking yeah like what are you talking about man are they like i would want to know what do you mean by that yeah you know what i'm saying like have a conversation with them yeah um and he says jones said of dozens of black members who meet up to go shooting we know we know the things that people think and it's like what are you talking about who who at these ranges in California is doing yeah. and how do you know how yeah. can you tell so you know what things do you think that they're thinking and what signs are they given given away that make you think that mm-hmm. so the it goes into like the Mumford uh, the Mumford Act um, he has a quote that said uh, this is not a country where you want wait is this him Runs a black guns club in Los Angeles wanted a trend to play out in Southern California. Black people are not only buying guns in big numbers, but eager to get the training to follow the law and handle them safely. This is not a country where you want folks just randomly walking around with firearms, um, said choice, who thinks the Supreme Court ruling on Thursday was short sighted and reckless, which I agree with Uh, the wait. Hang on. Which Supreme Court case was that? 
the one that just passed in New York where they said that you don't have to prove that you have a proper cause in order to oh, then get I a gun. No, I disagree and with also, that. No, because this is in L.A. What 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 case is he talking about? I think there was an L.A. law that that was basically the same thing too. That said, the exact, nearly the exact same thing as a New York law. That's typically what happens. Let me see if I can find this. So one Thursday, while many were, oh, the Supreme Court's decision to uphold the rights of gun owners to carry loaded weapons in public, throwing gun control laws in California and New York into limbo. So they upheld that. Okay, that's what I thought. Yes. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure because I was like, wait a second. There's been so many Supreme Court cases recently. Yeah. Uh, just like, wait, so hang on. Ones. What am I saying? Yeah. There's been um, some buyers. But I, ones. Yeah, dude. But I, I agree. I, I, he's, he, he said, wait, wait. No, then I disagree with him because he said, this is not a country where you want folks just randomly walking around with firearms at choice who thinks the Supreme Court's ruling on Thursday was short-sighted and reckless, which I would disagree with. Uh, the one thing I will say about California and their concealed carry requirements is you get you got to get a lot of education. Um, and this is always such an interesting thing that over time, and this is why I can't be too hard on these guys. Um, mm-hmm. a, uh, yes, I believe education is important. It's not up to the state to educate people about how firearms are supposed to run. In fact, they're probably the last people that you want involved in that. Yes. Um, you To get your concealed carry in, nearly every state that requires it you have to be a competent shot in yes, order to get and it i highly and, recommend people even with constitutional carry to yeah, get your get, concealed carry because yeah, it well, offers you so much more legal protection mm-hmm. and you oh, know, you're yeah, just yeah, yeah. clear all the way around yeah uh just get training yep and conceal carry and get training like those are the two the best two recommendations because it's yeah learn how to actually shoot the firearm because as we've seen in the past, you're actually a lot more likely to shoot and kill yourself or injure yourself than you are someone else with the firearm. Because before you're even going to get out of the house with it, you're going to do something stupid um, and not realize what you're doing in, in the moment. Um, yep. And they'll build and you dr- need to protect yourself. I mean, yeah. he, he is right on that. He needs to protect himself. And we all need to protect ourselves because as you see in Uvalde, um, Texas, you know, the cops aren't there won't necessarily be there for you all the time. And in fact, the majority of the, of the time. No, I think average response time is what, 10 minutes in the United States? Yeah. It might be 15. It's not from a lack of maybe most of them wanting to help you and stuff like that. They're just, their inability to, right? Yeah. 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 They, Whether, you know, you have cops that are sincere or insincere, it doesn't matter. The reality time is 10 minutes is a long, a long, long time. time. You don't believe that? Go to your local MMA gym Ask the spar for ten minutes. Yeah, just try to try to do, uh, um, not squats. What am I saying? <laughs> uh, Jitsu. That just really any any sort of like, uh, what am I thinking? Planks for uh, ten minutes. Yes. Try to do planks for ten minutes. Yeah, man. So there's there's a lot more to that article. I just I wanted to kind of mention it because I think it's really interesting that LA Times is kind of putting out this article, and it's like they're kind of in support of that happening but then there's yes. this like other side that it's like well it's to fight white supremacy so like that's cool or whatever and it's like you you can't help yourself can you no they can't you know, i'm surprised they didn't include well no they did include trump in that and it's they crazy milk it for all they can it's crazy i mean i, I la times wouldn't be the ones to cover this but like mosh torre has been doing this stuff for a long time now it's like where's mm-hmm. the where are the articles and the interviews for him yep on right. how he's helping 
uh, urban areas. Yeah, it's just an odd, it's a really odd thing to see come out from something like the LA Times. So, yep. All right, everybody. Well, Joseph, do you have anything else that you want to add uh, before we close this episode out? People go subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, like our videos, watch them, comment. Uh, find us on TikTok. We're blowing up on there. Uh, we're growing on YouTube as well. And yeah. as always, don't forget to check our show notes for all of our sources and our direct.me link. You can send us a PayPal link donation. And if you choose to do so, don't forget to include a note and we'll read it live on air. Yes. And until Thursday, where we will be talking about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and a video about about uh, representation in, or I guess what, diversity in film. Uh, yeah. And female it. orc representation. <laughs> oh, right. Y'all take it easy. Politics ruins everything. Being patient with them, I try to. But you got room temperature IQ. IQ. Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who got opinions not worth as what's under my shoe. Y'all tripping on truth when we call it out. Cause y'all people as goofy as I'll get out. Spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or with me. Oh well, it'll be co chance in hell, so riddle me this. How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient. Opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. A cult and religious, so you know what's on CNN and vote what you told by the folks that gotta send this message. Oh, you a hypocrite, and I'm in awe because the diversity you advocate is not in thought. You get away with. Cause you placed in a freaking chamber with echoes ringing Surrounded by a bunch of brainless Your aim is yet all the same shame Cause you ain't slick afraid to relate other things Cause you nameless, tamed in, weak, empathetic You epitomize